The rest of you, are we wanting two more events this term? Uh, the dates from the website for the I Am Real Life Church. If you haven't been to the evening, come along, find out a little bit about us. You get to ask questions. We kind of just outlay where we're going as a church, what we value, those kind of things. It's a great environment just to meet some others and chat about it. All right, what we're going to talk about today. Last week, um, last week I did a recap of 2014. If you missed that, please go on our website, grab the download, have a listen to it. It was wonderful just to, last year we put together 12 steps of 2014 um, that we thought by faith that God would kind of, was speaking to us about and we wanted to, to work at. It turns out God, it, God met them all and exceeded them and added to them and it was a wonderful time. And there was so much to celebrate and thank God for out of the back of that. And so we were, we were thrilled to that. This week, what I want to look at is kind of where we're going this year and last week kind of frames it. So if you've missed that, please grab that. What I talked about last week, quick reminder, I talked about our purpose, um, which is over, written up over here, all about what we believe, where we're going, and it sums up, it's all about Jesus, all about Jesus, the church here, all about making his name known, making his name great, having a relationship with him, that then transforming us, and therefore us transforming our world in which we work, so we all want to make it about Jesus. Our vision as we're going as a church to be a large, influential, reproducing church, that's what God's called us to. And he's grown us. It's our, I think today, if you check the day, I think today is exactly four years to the day since we started meeting as a church. And, and that meeting, there were eight of us, I think. Um, and so God is doing something amongst us. And then we looked at those 12 steps that God has called us to and um, how, how much he's done with us. And what I want to look at today particularly is where we're going this, this year. What's going to be, what's 2015 hold? And by way of framing that, we believe very much in the Word of God, the Bible. I hope you've brought your Bibles today. I hope you bring them every week. I hope you're reading it daily. We believe in the Word of God as the Bible. That's our ultimate authority, our highest authority. That's what God has said to us. It's what we build our life and our doctrine on, and we believe very strongly in that. But at the same time, we believe that God speaks today. We believe in the prophetic voice of God that comes and breaks into situations and speaks to specific people at specific times at specific places. It all sits under the authority of the Bible. That's top but within that, we believe God talks to us. The fact that this church exists is because God spoke to Melanie and I. The fact that this church is called what it's called is because God spoke to us about that. The fact that we've grown and done some of the things we've done is because God has spoken to people. The fact that they've moved to join us. Many people move from different parts of the country to be here in Sutton Coldfield to be part of this church is because God spoke to them. And as we look at this year, I want to make sure we remind ourselves of some of the things God has said to us and how that affects where we're going. Because we want to be shaped by God speaking to us as his people and where we're going. And we had a significant meeting end of last year, I think it was in October time, when we had a friend of ours uh, named Julian Adams who is a prophet. Um, he is very kind of powerfully from God and speaks out, humble man, gracious man. And he came, we had, he had a meeting with us. Uh, he did a sermon, which is on the website you can listen to. But he also started prophesying over people. He spoke to us as a church, a number of individuals, and we've kind of met with them to weigh and test what he said and what that means to them. But he also spoke to us as a church. And I want to remind you of a couple of things he said and then how that affects us as a church. So here's just some, some of the things he said. Kind of we, had a, we, we taped it on and had a transcript. And it says, uh, here's the first one. God has called you to be unashamedly drinkers of the Spirit. Those who would soak and drink, your best strategies are going to come from the river. Even as David found his best weapons in the river, so you'll find your best weapons. Your best strategies in the river. And where others will go to this conference and that conference, that strategy and that strategy, God says, come to the river. 
Because as you come to the river, I'm going to give you ideas, I'm going to unlock plans, and you will accomplish more by accident than you will on purpose in this church because I'm going to teach you about the flow and the levels of grace that will not cause exhaustion, that will bring empowerment. So there's that sense of coming to God, coming to Him first, and drinking deep of Him. He also said, the Lord says, what's going to mark you out as a church is your ability to worship. There is going to be a prophetic anointing on you as a church. There's going to be a flow in worship that will enrich the levels of intimacy and ecstasy that will begin to shape an atmosphere and change the way things are done. You'll accomplish more in extended worship than you will in strategic eldership meetings. Get ready to become a worshiping church. You're going to teach people how to worship. You're going to teach people how to engage in the realm of the Spirit. God says even those who are lost, when they come into the atmosphere of worship, will suddenly be overcome by emotion and encounter me in that context. You're to be a present-shaped people, not a purpose-driven people. You'll be shaped by my presence, for that will propel you into purpose. So much about worship encounter there with God. He also said, this thing is going to mark out this church. It's going to have a significant children's work. Did you hear the noise as they left? And there's going to be a move of God amongst your children. You need to get ready for that. He also said, God will give you prominence and favor and influence in order to release the blessing and the kingdom of God that will lift this community out of its place. So get ready for that because this church is coming into its destiny. And he also said there's going to be a time of acceleration um, and growth coming to this church. You're not to build for maintenance, but you're to build for growth. And that was just uh, some of the things he said. There, was, there were other things, um, but I just wanted to pick those out um, for particularly this morning for where we're going. Now, when God speaks in the prophetic like that, we have a responsibility as people to, to do something with that. First of all, we need to hear it. We need to take it on board. We need to weigh it against the Word of God, the Bible. Does it line up with the Bible? Does it, if it doesn't, we throw it straight out. Now, I can tell you, we've, we've talked about this as a leadership team. We prayed about it. Yeah, we're fine. It all lines up with the Bible. But then what, how do we, what do we do when, when someone says stuff to like that and we think God might be speaking? We need to respond in faith. We need to say, yes, God, you've spoken. We're going to do something about that. We need to respond in prayer and say, God, you've spoken. We're going to pray and say, God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Make this happen amongst us. What we don't do is sit back in kind of fatalism and say, well, some prophet came and said, if we just sit and do nothing and it will happen by magic, it won't. It requires our effort, God speaks, but we are to kind of get on board with that and get behind that. And some of these things God has said to us are going to shape what we do this year. So if you've got this card, it should be on your chair. If a child hasn't got to it, chewed it and thrown it on the floor, please grab one. These are your notes for this morning's sermon. I just want to go through a few things. And we, as we kind of talked about it and, and prayed about it, we got kind of two themes coming together. And you'll notice the card is double-sided. And one of them is come and get, and the other one is go and show. Come and get, go and show. And, and the sense that we felt was there was a come and get sense that God was saying was actually, I want you to come to me and receive something. I want you to come to me, God. God's saying, come to me. Come to meet with me, engage with me, encounter me. And then there was also the other side was then go and show. Go and show something of my goodness, my grace, my love to those around you. So there was a twofold element to it. And if you kind of, we, we, we think back to our Bible and think, well, does that kind of fit with the Bible? Actually, I, I was reading Acts. Yes, it does. What did we have? We had the, the day of Pentecost. What were the church doing? They were coming together to pray and meet with God. What did God do? He poured out His Spirit on the church. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. There was tongues of fire. It was incredible. Then what happened? They went outside. Peter preached. 3,000 saved. They came and got, and then they go and show. It says later in the book of Acts, um, 
that they were. They were in a prayer meeting, weren't they? They come together to pray, to meet with God. It said the building shook. They were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they went out and proclaimed the word of God boldly. So there's this kind of idea. And if you look at other examples in the Bible, they had encounters with God that radically transformed them. And then out of that flowed a purpose, a, a, a doing, a missional zeal that kind of propelled them into the things of God. So let's have a look. Are we going to do come and get first? So make sure you've got the come and get side um, looking at you. I just want to point out some things that we want to kind of prioritize this year. Number one, come to life group. Life groups are our midweek meetings that we run in the church. And to put it bluntly, if you want to get connected with real life church and you want to be cared for and you want to get to know people, you have to get into a life group. It's the only way that we do it in this church. There is no other. If you're feeling disconnected, you're feeling out of it, you need to be in a life group. They're, they're, they're what we do here. There is no other way of doing it. We haven't got a plan B. We've got our life group system where we get people together. They meet weekly. Um, to eat, to chat, to pray. And that's what we do every week. So as I form you, you're going to get fed. If you go to a live group, you're going to have an opportunity to talk to people, meet them, and then we're going to pray together and meet God. And that's, our, that's what we do in our life group. So they're important to get into life group. And my high is that we can kind of get everyone connected into a life group. I'm aware it's sometimes difficult with babysitting. Uh, if you work shift patterns or other things, can make it more problematic. But life groups also meet together the rest of the time during the week. It builds friendships. We connect. But that's our starting point. If you get in there, you get to meet some people and you can build from there. So come and get. Our first place is life group. The next one is come, and, um, come to a church at prayer, our prayer meeting. We run this fortnightly. And we did it just this Wednesday. It was fantastic if you were there. We had an incredible time. Because what did the prophetic say? Come and be unashamedly drinkers of the Spirit. What do you do at a premium? We come and give a couple of hours to Jesus and just say, we're just going to worship you. We're going to praise you. We've got some things we're going to pray for. You're going to speak to us. And we'll just see what God does. And we had a great time on uh, uh, Wednesday where we got together and we just did that. We just started worshiping and praying. We said, we're not sure what's going to happen. We've got a few things that we could pray for, but we'll see. God started speaking into the situation. We started praying for this. We started praying for that. It was a fantastic time. We thank God for what he had done last year. These are, a premium isn't the sake of a premium just because we want to put one on. We, we believe there's a sense, we, we've been called to do this as a people, to enjoy time with God. And it's a great way to connect with him. You also meet others there. So come and get to our premium. Get involved in life groups. Get involved in our prayer meeting. If you want to know about life groups, grab, grab Jonathan at the end. He'll talk to you about that. The next thing there, come to the Catalyst Festival. Catalyst Festival is an event that happens once a year. Uh, May Bank Holiday, is it the first or last? May Bank Holiday, end of May. The bank holiday, we go away camping to uh, the showground, not just in Coventry here. There's about 5,000 people turn up. We have a great time away. We go as a little church. We put money in our budget. We buy a marquee. We provide all the food for you. All you've got to do is book in and turn up. There's kids work for the kids and stuff for the teenagers, stuff for the adults. It's a great time. The sun shines. It's beautiful. We camp together. We spend lots of time getting to know each other. It's the best time in the year to kind of, kind of get to know people in the church because you eat with them three times a day. Doesn't that sound fun? And then you get to hang out with them in between. You go to meetings with them. We've got loads of people. We've got big bands and speakers. And, and it's just a great time. I've, I checked before Christmas. We've already got 30 from the church booked in. 30 already. Who's booked in already? Show off. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Brilliant. Get booked into the Catalyst Festival. It's a great time. And our, our experience last year was God spoke and met with people that week powerfully. There's something about 
God that when you go away and you kind of give that time to him, he does something disproportionately. I don't know why. It just That seems to be the way he works. And so I encourage you, come and get to the Catholic Festival. Come on the Freedom in Christ course. What we're looking to run starting September this year is to run Freedom in Christ, which is basically um, a, uh, be a preaching series and we'll do some stuff in small groups where basically to remind you of your identity in Christ, remind you of who, what God has saved you into. What does it mean to be in Christ? That's the phrase we find in the New Testament, in Christ. What it means to be free from the power of sin, what it means to deal with wrong thinking in our mind that doesn't line up with what the Bible said. It's a great opportunity to kind of get junk cleared out of your life that you don't even, sometimes you don't even know it's there because your thinking's been not been lined up with what the Bible thinks. Or something was, I've, I've been going thinking the wrong thing for too long. Let's deal with it. So we've got a great opportunity there for God to meet with you, change you, connect with you, kind of that whole idea of getting in the river, getting changed by God. So we'll be running that from September. So that's an exciting thing. Look forward to that. Start praying into that, how we do that, how we're going to meet uh, with people. Come on Sunday and learn about Joseph. Prioritize our time here. We're going to be starting in a few weeks. We're going to finish John, which we did last year. We've got the last few bits of John to do, and then we're going to launch into Joseph in Genesis. We're going to learn about a man who knew God, who heard God, who fulfilled God's purposes in his life, and they affected thousands and thousands of people. It's going to be a great time, so please make a priority of coming to kind of hear about that. That's going to be a good time of us worshiping together, hearing about Joseph, and hopefully I, my heart is that as we look through that, God will speak to you, give you dreams and visions just like he did with Joseph that will shape your life in the future because that's going to be a great time. We've got some, come and hear some visiting speakers. We're going to line up some visiting speakers to come and give us input and um, uh, speak into us prophets. As well as people from the outside, we're going to invite in. I just want to remind you, we've got some people from the inside we're going to ask to, to uh, speak. Matt and Phil, who lead our worship team here, they're going to be speaking as well. Where it says in the prophetic that we're gonna, I'm going to teach you about worship, well, I thought a good way of responding, let's get our worship leaders to teach us <laughs> about worship, how we engage with God. So Matt and Phil are going to be coming to do that. I think that's just after Easter we've booked that date in. Uh, Melanie, who, you know, if you were there with Julie, you prophesied over, you're actually a prophet. She carries that mantle. She carries that gifting. She's going to be speaking to us um, and uh, kind of inputting to us a church what you feel God's saying to us, which will hopefully help us grow in that thing. So lots of exciting stuff there. Um, come to baptism. We're going to baptize some people this year. We're going to baptize people, baptize people who've been saved. We're going to baptize people who may become Christians, haven't got round to getting baptized. We're going to do that, so we're going to have a great time of celebration. Baptism is just that act of obedience of a believer. When you become a Christian, you get baptized to kind of mark the death you died in the water, psh, down into the grave, back out again, new life following Jesus. So we're going to have baptisms, which are going to be super exciting. And then we're going to have some men, real-life church men's and women's events. What a great way to connect uh, with others in the church. We're going to have some nights out where we're going to have some guys' nights, which is going to be awesome, and we're going to have some girls' nights, which I'm sure you'll enjoy too. Um, <laughs> but we're going to do that um, as well. So please make priority of them when we kind of disseminate information about them. Put them in your diary. Great way to get to know people, connect to the church. If you've noticed we're growing, new faces, new people, what we want to avoid is people getting kind of disconnected, coming to things like that, getting involved in life to help us stay connected. So that's all about us trying to coming and getting, trying to pick up on some of the things God has said to us. God has brought to us about being the river. Let's be a church who go after the things of God this year. If you flip that over, we're going to go and show as well because the overflow of being connected with God and meeting with God is that your life is transformed and it, it has an effect on those around you. It cannot 
not but have an effect. So you have been transformed, you've been changed, and people will see that and notice that, and we get an opportunity to tell them about the love of God and the good news of Jesus. So some things we're going to do this year to try and on the flip side to the go and show. Uh, we've won an alpha course, which finished, or kind of just finished last week. They, they did one sort of mop-up session, um, which went so successfully. We, Mel's already saying, right, we've already booked in another alpha course that's going to be starting. He's already got someone who says they want to come on it, bring a friend. Um, if you've got people who you know want to get involved on alpha, a great way to just ask questions about Jesus, about church. If you yourself want to go, please go and talk to Melanie. We want to be running more of them in faith for God, doing great things in people's lives through that as they kind of learn about how wonderful and great he is. Go to our Acoustic Gloucester and Knit Nights. We did these last week, uh, last year. The Knit Nights running this week. Great opportunities just to take friends, hang out in a social environment. Great way just to bless people and show them we love them. The Acoustic Costa runs at the Costa Coffee just over the Leisure Centre there. Some of our fantastic musicians just get let off the leash and just play music and you get to watch it. Costa love us there because it's good music and we, you know, we buy their coffee and we sit and listen and the baristas argue over who's on that night so they get to listen to our musicians play. It's a wonderful place to invite friends and just hang out. The Knit Night that runs in the Bulmer in Delhi that Fliss has been laying up, that again, people just take their friends. If you've never knitted before or if you're a super ninja knitter like my nan used to be, you can go along and you can get taught and you can you know, just meet with people, hang out there brilliant times uh, to get involved in. Go and support the fun run. It should say go and run in the fun run. I don't know why it says go and support the fun run. It says you shall all go and run. No. This, the great um, Midlands fun run which runs in Sun Colf, it runs right past here by the way, that road there. We don't meet on a Sunday. One, because we can't get in here. That's the fire. Well, you could get in here, you just couldn't get out at the end because there'd be people running down the road. There's 7,000 runners, as many as that watch it. It's the largest community event in the town, in, in the year, it's, it's the biggest thing. So we last few years we put in a team of run, uh, people to run it, and a bunch of other people have come and supported us, and we've raised a whole bunch of money for charities outside of ourselves, and then in the afternoon we've had just a barbecue and a hangout, and kind of congratulated ourselves on finishing the course. We're gonna do it again this year. We're hope we're thinking about raising some money for the youth center, we're in kind of talk to them of actually what do you need, is that going to work? We'd love to just bless them with something, buy them something. If we raise some money last year, we raised about £1,300. We'd love to do that again. There's, there's rumours floating around about doing it in fancy dress with a Frozen theme. I'm just, I'm not sure I'm convinced about that. But if you're interested in getting involved, start your training, come and talk to me. And we'd love to get involved in the fun run. Um, just running around with our T-shirts on and raising money for people. People notice, people talk to, I've met people who, who knew we did the fun run by us herring past in our brightly colored t-shirts um, and they said oh yeah I remember you guys you did that and so it has a wonderful way of just making the effect being part of the community go and help the messy kids kiss go and help make messy kids events work messy Christmas who's at messy Christmas this year oh yeah there was so much glitter wasn't there <laughs> everywhere we had we filled this hall with children and parents and just blessed them with an event to make craft have fun uh, they loved it. They had a fantastic time. We had parents leaving saying, I can't believe you did that for free. I said, that's the point. We just want to bless you and, you know, Jesus loves you and it's great and we just want to do something good for you. We plan on doing more this year. What did the prophetic say? You're going to have a significant kids' work, it said. I think we already do, but it, it, it's going to grow and grow. And so we want to build in kids' events to help that. So I think the next one up is Messy Easter, um, which will be fun and games, but... 
we'll let you know about that and we'll run some more throughout the year. Please, if you've got kids or friends with small children, get to them. If you haven't, please beg Melanie to let you serve. It is a life-changing experience dealing with kids and glitter and glue. It is funny. Wear old clothes. I'll just say that up front. Um, but you'll have a wonderful time uh, doing that. So please get involved. Go and help New Day happen. New Day is some, not something we talked about here as a church. The reason being, it's a, a, an a event that's run every year for teenagers. Um, part of the New Frontiers family of churches, they run. And we haven't had any teenagers up till now. So we, we haven't bothered talking about it. I think they get about five or 6,000 teenagers in one place. Can you think of anything more terrifying than that? <laughs> I went to about the first six or seven because Melanie was the youth leader where the church used to be in, so we'd go and we had a fantastic time. You get all these teenagers, you take them away. They, they teach them, they worship together, they have seminars, they take them out on the streets to kind of just do kind of clearing up places, tell people about Jesus. And so this year we're going to take the real life youth group to New Day and we're going to have a fantastic time. Please be in prayer for that. It's a life-changing event. I saw teenager after teenager when we were there just get blown away. God speaks to them about where he's going to send them on, kind of onto the mission field, different countries and put on the heart, being called to preach or lead or whatever you know, things God has done in their lives. So we're going to send our teenagers to that. Um, if you want to go and get involved, please talk to Ben and Shiloh, who are kind of involved in our youth work. But that's going to be an incredible time uh, for them to um, meet with Jesus for themselves. Um, we're really, I'm really excited about being able to send teenagers to something this year. It's our first time as a church. Next one, get involved in the food bank. We, um, the URC church in town, run a food bank. And when they set it up about a year ago, we said to them, can we we help you, can we collect food for you? And they just pulled their arm and said, we'd love to. And so every week at church, we have a blue bucket that sits over there. And on our weekly email that we send out, we kind of just put, uh, this is sort of what they're after at this time. And we just ask you to maybe put one thing in, the, in your shop every week and maybe and then just bring it to church, pop it there. We take it down to them. And they, uh, we had Henry and Uta who are from the URC church here just at the end of last, no, just for the summer. And they just came to thank you and tell you they love what you're doing and they really appreciate it. And beyond them, the, the families that we've been serving in this town who literally don't have money to buy food uh, for themselves, for their kids that we've been blessing. So please going on that. If you would like to get involved in actually serving it, they can only open it certain days a week because of manpower numbers. Um, but if you'd love to get involved in actually serving and helping, we'd love to offer them volunteers as well. Please come and talk to me and we'll connect you up. And we'd love to keep on collecting food and giving them people to serve to make it all work. So we want to show kind of the practical love of God there to people. Uh, the next one, come and join a work party in the youth center. We ran one a couple over the summer where we just basically try to clean the place up. We focus on the outside. We cut back all the, the shrubbery that's out there in the car park and uh, try to clean up. We jet wash the floor out there. And what we're going to go to them again is, is there anything you need doing? We'll just, we'll provide some manpower and we'll, we'll do it for you, any kind of practical jobs. So we're going to be running some work parties uh, to serve um, the youth center. When they come out, please take an opportunity to get involved, to show the love of God. They, the guys here can't believe what we've done as a church because we paid to have this floor done. I think it was, we were trying to work out, I think it was July this year. The old floor was horrible and dirty, and you took your kids home after church and you had to change them because they'd been on the floor and they were mucky and washed their hands. So we said, do you mind if we pay to have the floor done? They all fell over, got back up again and said, yes, you can. So we paid them and we paid to have this done. They love it. And we're just saying, what else can we do to serve you? What else can we do to bless this place? We have no other kind of agenda other than we want to show you the practical love of God when we came and did the clear up. We said, do you mind if we come and just cut this stuff out? They said, yes, 
with lovely debt. So we're going to be doing um, some work parties um, in there to show people the love of God. Please, if when they come around, if you want to just get involved, come help us. We'd love you to do that. And the last one here, we're going to go and do some um, work out on the streets. Uh, Melanie's going to be heading that up for us and basically getting out there. I don't know quite what that involves, praying for people, giving out leaflets, just being a presence out there, but actually coming in to show the love of God and the power of God to the people of Sutton Coalfield is kind of on our heart and on our agenda this year. So there's the two things, and hopefully you can see a connection between them and how we've, sort of, what we've, how we've come to them. We feel God is saying to us through that prophetic, come to me, come to me, come to me. Come to the river, come and drink. And that means kind of getting connected in church, getting what we're doing, come to the prayer meeting, come to Sunday, come to the life group, get connected with God. And then from that flows a, a, a desire to show that. One of the, the phrases that June used as he was preaching that I immediately wrote down was when he said, go and show. It's actually, we want to go and show. We don't want to live in a holy huddle here that's really nice. Because we could do that. We could kind of exist. We could put on a good meeting. We could sing songs that make us you know, feel good. We could, I could preach a bit from the Bible, and I'm sure I'd enjoy it. And we could just carry on like that. But it, 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 God doesn't bless us, so it, it terminates on us. We've been blessed to be a blessing. We've been given stuff to, 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 to go and affect others. But I believe it starts with us meeting with God, which is why we say come to the premier, and why we say, okay, Freedom in Christ is coming up. Get involved in that. Get involved in stuff so you're connecting with Jesus yourself so you have the Holy Spirit in you. So when it says, right, we're going to go and we're going to run an alpha. We're going to go out on the streets. We're going to run these, these messy kids events. We're going to do whatever we're going to do. You, you, you receive something from God that we can flow out and we can do that. And so that's why it's the come and get, go and show. Some of you, depending on your bent, will, will lean one way or the other. Some of you will say, come and get and be like, yeah, I'll be there. You know. I love that. And some of you, when I say go and show, you're right, let's go and preach now. Let's just stop and go outside now. You know, we need both, okay? We need to have both of those things. And I love it when people are passionate about one or the other. But we need to come together and say we are people who come and get from God, but also go and show from God. And the last sort of caveat I want to throw in to that as we're putting together, I almost said, right, let's put a blank space at the bottom of this piece of paper, just as empty, that says whatever else God wants to do. Because last year we put together, this is what we kind of felt God, God was, was asking us. And, then, and he did more. And we had to add things to the list. Well, that wasn't the list, God. But he put these things in. And so we've, we've put some plans and we think this is kind of where we're going. But we don't want to, this doesn't become a straitjacket. If God speaks to us in a few months' time about something different, we're just going to go with that. Because we want to be people who are led by the power of the Spirit. If he speaks to us in extended worship time, as he said he would, he meets with us there and other things come up, we're going to do that. But in the meantime, we're going to focus on these things. We're going to move forward as a church. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited about 2015. It's clearly just me. Is it? Anyone else excited about 2015 and what God could do? Yeah. I knew you were there. I really did. So I'm expecting, I'm in faith, and I think God's going to do it. I'm a little bit kind of like, oh, I don't know what he's going to do, but I'm excited. It's going to be good, and it's going to be exciting, and it's going to be like, epic. If, if 2014 is anything to go by, I'm just like, yes, go with this God. So do you want to stand up? I'm going to pray. Dave and Dan, do you want to come back ready to lead us? I'm just going to pray. Dave is going to lead us in some time. And I just love you just to give yourself over to God. That, that prophetic word about coming to the river, this is the time. We're now going to come. We're going to have a time of worship. 
the kids will come in a bit later and just join us. Um, but we're now going to have that time of worship. And, and the, the, the kind of the heart of God is come to me, come to me, come to me. Come to me. It's almost come and get it. There's, what's that old song? If you want it, come and get it. For crying out loud, it said. You know, and this is it. If you want it, come and get it. So let's give ourselves over to God. Ask God to fill you by his spirit. Say, God, what do you want to say to me today? Just give yourself over to singing these songs, praising God, and let him do his work in you. So, Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for 2014. I want to thank you for an incredible year. I want to thank you, thank you that you did way beyond we could ever ask or imagine. You just exceeded our expectation. I want to thank you that you are a good and wonderful and gracious God. Lord Jesus, we love you for that. We love you. And Lord, looking forward to 2015, we thank you that you've spoken to us about it. We thank you that you've called us to it. And we don't want to be a passive people who say, well, we'll just sit in our bottoms and let God do that. We want to be a people who are active and on the front foot and say, God, if you said that, we want to pray and back to you and say, God, you said it, would you do it? We want to chase after everything you said. We want to be responsible believers and say, we're coming after you and doing that, even though you've already spoke to us about it, Lord Jesus. We want to say we love you. And Lord, we ask you take our kind of ideas, what we've put down, and we ask you exceed it this year, Lord. We ask you take what we've done and you exceed it. We pray 2016 when we're, we're looking back, we go, wow, God did all those things. We pray you save people amongst us, Lord. We pray you, you heal people amongst us, Lord. We pray you set people free amongst us, Lord. We pray you grow this church so that your name becomes great, not our name that your name becomes great. We pray for men and women to come and join us because they've seen something of you, not just because they like us and we're friendly, but actually they've seen something about the wonder and the grace of God. Lord Jesus. And God's people said...